ESPN's College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Bell Ford. See us at bellford.com or visit the Arizona Ford Giant at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. Verizon Wireless is the 5G America's been waiting for. By College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. The ASU fans home away from home. Roger Klein's Tension Tequila. Whether it's a margarita or one of our specialty recipes, Roger Klein's is Arizona bread and ultra smooth. Summer skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com forward slash partners and order yours today. Buy OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products, gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Buy M-Drive, you're not too old, M-Drive, for energy, stamina, recovery. And buy nchc.tv and the NCHC. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly is part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. You are listening to College Hockey Southwest Weekly live. All right, welcome in hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be listening to us today live a little bit early. Um, I'm not sure. I can't hear myself, so we're trying to do some different things here technology-wise. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from beautiful uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, as it's a Game 5 coming up for NHL hockey, so I'll be there uh, shortly. That's why we're going a little live today with College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Uh, My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. Uh, we're going to bring him on in just a minute, but we're having some connection problems. So um, you're stuck with me, folks, for a minute until Paul gets uh, connected. I was the first one to have the issue. He's the second one. So we'll keep trying. What Hang are you talking about? Just a minute. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know that. I think we, I think we have Paul. I, I, Paul, I've been here you? the whole time. I'm used to being ignored by you, but that's okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. I'm well, somewhere. I just don't know where. Well, listen, check your GPS because, you know, once again, uh, I'm in the basement. I'm always in the same place. And you, on the other hand, that's all I have to say. Uh, don't. Simple. Don't even go there with me today, my friend, because today has been something special yeah, okay. again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But we're here. It's College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. And uh, trying to we're answer doing a little the early question, as I by the way. In the open. What's that? Trying to answer the question. What? Can you be early and what late question? at the same time? Can you be early and late at the same time? <laughs> well, the show is. Yes, you can, because the show is earlier than normal uh, in the recording right. part of it, and late because we were trying to start at 3 o'clock, and we started about 3.09. So what do you think? I think you need to lay off the bio-steel <laughs> energy drinks is what I think right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need more bio-steel. I only had one this morning. So, 
Okay, so uh, college hockey, uh, as we've been talking about, it's in the middle of summer, and things have, have calmed down a little bit. But uh, a little. there's always stuff to talk about, Paul, because, you know, we talked about the, the, the portal, first of all, and that kind of slowed down or worked itself out a little bit. Um, now we're starting to gear did up it, towards the season coming up. Did, we're seeing it, schedules did it really here calm and there. down? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it did because I think roster started to get full. Yeah, well, that's true. That is very, very true. So, uh, when you run out of lockers, guess what? The the portal's going to slow down. There might be names in there, but they ain't going anywhere. Yeah, that it that is that is definitely uh, going to be an issue. And I think while it has quote unquote slowed down at this point, um, I think the next time to stare at the portal so to speak, uh, will be September when kids start showing up. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Uh, for for preseason workouts. I mean, let's face it. We know that they're skating now. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and they're able to they, work they, out with the strength and conditioning coaches. So that's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, but, but we know that nothing replaces uh, skating on the ice. And now that people are able to do that much more easily, you know, whatever the norm was before uh, the COVID affected everything, um, you know, whatever informal off-season groups form wherever, uh, for their workouts, they're doing them already. Uh, the players probably took their college kids, so you know. Let's face it; I mean, uh, it's quote unquote their profession, but it's not. So they're not probably as tied down as or as strictly regimented as say professionals might be, outside of lifting and strength and conditioning. So, yeah. And I think this, I think this year itself, the COVID year was such a strange year. I mean, there was an accelerated part. Like when you just look at ASU hockey for a minute, um, you look at their accelerated part being on the road. Uh, everything was condensed. It was just hockey, hockey, hockey all the time. You couldn't see anybody. You couldn't do anything. Uh, couldn't go out anywhere. Um, and then all of a sudden it, the season ended and then it became like, okay, now what do we do? Because we don't know who's coming and going as far as the portal. We don't know uh, for sure when our classes are starting again. Um, we got to get through this previous year. So it, it's been really odd. But I know one thing, uh, the rosters and the coaches and uh, their staffs have, um, have not changed. Uh, they, built the, they built their rosters. They know who they want. They know who they've got. And uh, they're going ahead full speed. Well, it it will be interesting to see where players end up. Only because, I mean, we know that two programs, basically after everything was done, one shut down and the other suspended. I would assume that the the shutdown program those players are still scrambling. Um, the suspended players had a little bit more 
of a choice, I I guess. I hate to I don't know what else how else to put it. Um but you know, that kind of this, seeing where some of these kids might say walk on to try and play will be interesting as well. Because you have to assume some of those kids will walk on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. And I think uh, it, it's where, they, where they're able to walk on and where they're able to make a difference um, and, and where they're able to fit, quite honestly. I mean, we talked to Coach Territory the other, the uh, last week, I guess it was, and, and he said, you know, in his situation was it didn't really affect him much in the fact that he couldn't right. do anything, right? I right. mean, there wasn't really much he could do, but – we know other schools have, and one thing we do know, Paul, and this is kind of the transition into the schedule part of today, um, we do know that there are some great games on the schedule. Um, and before we get into that, I want to talk about our website a little bit because we've got some things going on that uh, that we want you to know about. Uh, if you haven't been to IcetimeHockeySW.com, uh, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, get there and take a look because our NCAA page, Paul, this year is going to have all four of our schools uh, complete schedules on it. Two of them are out and are up. The other two will be coming shortly. We're also going to have a composite schedule, which will have uh, just a listing of all the games in the uh, for our four teams. So you'll know, for example, and, and to me that's a huge help because, for example, October 8th and 9th, Arizona State at uh, Denver at Magnus Arena, but also Colorado College is going to open their new arena on the 8th. Uh, against St. Lawrence. So that's an opportunity where, you know, if you were in that area, you could see both games, one on a Friday, one on a Saturday, if you wanted to. Well, if, if, if the university of Denver uh, was, was nice about it, we, they could schedule games for two different times. (laughs) So you can go to both. (laughs) Right. Well, the times are, come on guys, let's go. Who knows? Right. Yeah, no, no, I get yeah, it. I'm just, I, I'm just saying, let's cooperate here, folks. You know, let's. Uh, <laughs> you, you're really uh, into that today. You started the show with the. You started the show today with a little uh, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, what do I say? Not bashing, but kind of bantering or digging for information from from Colorado College after Ed Robeson well, Arena posted they, some they, pictures, and that led us all on by saying that they were going to give big news tomorrow. Well, of course it's going to be tomorrow. That's what always happens. <laughs> I know. It's always I know it is. it's always Wednesday. It's either <laughs> after we're done recording on Tuesdays or on Wednesday, which of course means we have to wait five <laughs> days to talk about it until we do right. College Hockey Southwest Live. <laughs> Well, and let me explain it. And, and I, I'm almost getting the feeling that show to Wednesday. What? Uh, I, I said, let me explain to people why I, uh, this show is on Tuesdays and not Wednesdays. It's because primarily Tuesday is the day that uh, the universities have their media day. Correct. So that's how I set this up on Tuesday night, because I feel like we would know uh, what's going on first and foremost on, on a normal uh, practice day, practice week, game week, whatever. Tuesday is when most coaches and most programs want to do um, their media stuff. So I thought, why not do it on Tuesday? Have it fresh and hot right off the get-go. 
as opposed to waiting today for Wednesday. But um, things keep going like this. We might have to move the day. We might have to swap it with Steven and move him back to Tuesday and we take oh, Wednesday or something. Yeah, whatever. And then the stuff will come out on Thursday. So let's, you know. <laughs> let's you, stay put and make them come to us. How about that? Oh, my Lord. I, just, I mean, let's go over there, guys, up, up there at uh, CC. You put out those pictures saying more news tomorrow. Why wait? Let's go. Come on. We'll help you out. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not asking I'm a lot. I'm not, listen, I'm, I'm not. A, it's not like I'm asking you to tell me who the coach is before anybody else. You already know who the coach is. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm not. <laughs> Good one. You know. It, uh, I don't know what else could be. I don't know what else could be different because the picture today was the Dasher boards. What what could be more surprising? They're 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 coming up with something that we don't know about that we'll we'll find out, I guess, tomorrow. Well, they've already named the they already have the name for the arena. So it's not like they gotta do right. that. So it won't they did that first before they yeah. even started construction, I think. <laughs> yeah, they did that already. Anyway. Anyway, the boards are in. Um, one thing I want to ask you, Paul, from all the pictures that you've seen, as well as what I've seen, does right. it look like that's those seats are pretty steep, or is that just my eyes? It could be that just lower your bowl eyes. looks I, very I steep to me. I have not, you know, without really seeing a picture, it's hard to tell. I, I mean, I know that yeah, we well, could probably dig up the artist renderings there. Before the roof, yeah, but but I mean, if you look now, even at those pictures, it looks like those rows of seats in the lower bowl almost go vertical, straight up. Uh, so I thought that was kind of weird. It, it looks different to me, and I like I haven't been in the building for a while, but when I was there, I was right on the edge of it, and it looked that way to me too. I was going like, man, this looks awful small, um, size wise, but you know who knows. Uh, that's just me not thinking out loud, which I probably shouldn't do on the podcast. Well, I I'll, will always encourage thinking. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> I love it. Speaking you know, of I'm thinking, getting... how many more days of school you got left? <laughs> uh, two. I still don't know what Three, Friday. You count is. Friday. I don't know yet. <laughs> you're counting Friday because you're going to be you're committed to something for Friday, so you you got to say three. Uh, okay three fine whatever um <laughs> I, I, and is there a hockey game for you tomorrow night i know there's one for me tonight but is there another one for you tomorrow night well <laughs> there's one tonight too i know i said there's one for me tonight but is there one right. for you tomorrow night well or are you counting your landlord's team as yours too I, I can't I diss my landlord. I mean, geez, what would it, what, you know, I don't know what kind of spies he has out there. And he, he could be listening to me and saying, uh, I'm sorry, we're just going to have to raise your, 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 your payments every that month. Mortgage rate, that mortgage rate. Yeah. yeah. That mortgage rate, the interest rate's going up. If you keep talking like that, Paul Hornstein. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bill Foley's uh, got ears game. everywhere. There's 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 a game for me tonight too. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, so that that's a touch on the website. I also want to let people know that uh, there is ad space available on the website. So if one of your favorite teams is Denver, 
college air force or asu and you want one x pages and their websites uh, by all means get a hold of myself or rob rothfarb and uh get get that spot taken care of because there's only one for each team so if you're the sun devil faithful and you want that spot uh get to it before somebody else does if you're air force denver colorado college uh, all of those spots are still available but i'm telling you paul they're going to go quickly when Isn't they start that always the way it works once that dam breaks Everybody starts that's racing what, for it, right? That's what we hope anyway, right? Yeah. That's what we're <laughs> Absolutely. Hoping. Okay, so so we said that Colorado College's schedule is out. Denver's is out. We know Denver's going to open at home against Arizona State. Uh, we also know that they've got a um, schedule, which is uh, not an easy one. Again, they're going to get Air Force the next weekend. Then they go to Providence, Boston College. And then they open the uh, NCHC season at North Dakota. What do you think of Denver? <laughs> yeah. Um you expect Denver to bounce back, right? I mean, uh, they didn't win 20 games for the first well, you, time in you forever. You sure would hope so. Um right. You know, they 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 were hot at the end of the season. It just wasn't f- soon enough uh for them to qualify for the NCAA tournament. Uh I expect the veteran players on that team to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Okay. Um, when you are the type of program that Denver is, you give them a mulligan because I think they you have it. to. I think you have to because, well, and you know, David Carl said last year, uh, Paul, that uh, he really missed uh, not having any kind of non-conference stuff because, um, okay, let me step back for a minute. Uh, he said he missed non-conference for the ability to prepare for the NCHC season, and uh, Coach Powers laid it out pretty clearly as an independent. He wants a third uh, top-heavy, a third middle, and a third bottom, if you will, when you break it down and do his schedule because he's preparing his guys and his schedule to uh, make a run as a independent again to the national tournament. Well, Denver's same, same way. I think last year they were really discombobulated because they didn't have uh, a non-conference schedule to work on first, like, you know, four weekends. And then they jumped right into the, the uh, pod. And when they got into the pod, um, they found out that they had a really tough schedule in the pod. And in the NCHC, every night's tough. Uh, so they couldn't really get rolling there. And then, you know, they came up with some injuries, and then pretty soon uh, some some of their guys, namely Bobby Brink, moved on to the uh, the U.S. Junior World Championships. And when that happened, man, your season's half done, and you don't know what's going on. And then they had, of course, the COVID issues between them and Colorado College, so they couldn't even finish the season they wanted to. Well, listen, uh, I mean, I think nobody – is taking last year as normal in any stretch of the imagination. No, I, and I don't want to, and I'm not saying that to take away if anybody thinks from UMass winning the national championship. But I don't think in any way, shape, or form anybody considered last year's regular season as normal 
Yeah, I don't think you could even come close to saying it was as normal. So, so you, that, when you're so talking on about top the Mulligan, of, on top of Denver, you know, getting the benefit of the doubt, you throw in the craziness of the season. Um, I would be shocked if they don't bounce back with another twenty-win season and a trip to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and you know what? This is the thing that I'm I'm curious about, Paul. And um, I haven't really looked that closely at North Dakota's schedule, but you know how North Dakota normally reloads. Uh, they let a lot of people, a lot of players, left their program to to sign professional contracts. And how do you replace those? I mean, we know North Dakota usually does, but is North Dakota going to start off uh, fast, or are they going to move on to uh, um, to to the end of the the calendar year and then start next year like they typically do, where they go crazy uh, in their well, schedule? So I think that's going to be interesting I, too, because I think North Dakota this year got off to a pretty good start and kept it going. Yeah, but they did not win the national championship which is kind of expected every year. I mean, certainly Eddie will tell us that it is expected uh, on a regular basis to not just make the Frozen Four, but win it. And Yeah, that's true. So that's true. Any, anything short of that uh, is considered a, a failing season. Um, there's, they do have their, they're opening up, uh, with Niagara at home. Um, they also have some very interesting games, uh, uh, a home and home with Bemidji. Uh, I, I would assume that that's not that far apart if they're doing that. Uh, less than a hundred miles, 90 miles, maybe. Okay. It's an hour and a half on the road. That's, that's nothing. Uh, and it is the middle of October. Now it could, of course, Still right. have a few inches of snow on the ground in the middle of October, but, um, you know, the odds are against it. Uh, a big series with Quinnipiac right. in Connecticut. That will be a big one, is right. Okay. Um, that'll be a very, very interesting uh, series, um, especially North Dakota on the road um, in a place they don't play very often. I can't even imagine uh, they've played there very much before, if at all. So, I mean, that'll be, uh, like I said, that'll be a very, very, yeah, and that's and early in the season. That'll, it seems to that'll, me they have played there, but but the first big test? At Quinnipiac? Well, yeah. uh, like I said, it, it, it doesn't happen very often. Let's put it that way. Okay, so so we talked about Denver start, Colorado College's start. They're going to open up that new building. They're going to open up with a brand-new head coach. They're, they're going to have a new strength and conditioning coach. Uh, we know uh, Scott Caulfield has moved on, and we'll have him on the show here in a couple of weeks. Um, but they're going to be opening up that new building, new excitement. Chris Mayotte's got a, a, a pretty good game plan as to what he wants to do, I'm sure. Um, an exhibition first. They haven't announced who that will be against on October 2nd. That'll kind of get everybody's feet wet in the arena, and then they jump into NCAA play uh, versus St. Lawrence on October 8th and 9th. Then they have uh, a trip out east, which will uh, start with Union College, a weekend series. And then they jump into Boston College and Northeastern 
before they come That's an back interesting back little home, road trip there. Uh, to face Air Force. Eh. Is that ever, That's an right? interesting little ro- so, road trip. So give trip us right a lay there. of the land, Paul. Schenectady. Uh, Schenectady to, uh, to Chestnut Hill to Boston. Got any idea on times for those? Uh, it's How probably you four or five hours, except you're not doing it the next okay. day. You know, they're playing yeah, a, a right. weekend series at Union. Uh, right. And, you know, they they have and I'm the whole they're week staying to out travel there. to Boston. Yeah, you would think they're staying out there. I don't think they're making two trips out there, but you would um, think. Who knows? What I, I would also imagine uh, that's in one of their school breaks. With their with their system that they have there, that's different than everybody else's in terms of how they uh, yeah probably schedule probably is that would be about the time I would think mid mid to late October. Yeah. So. so so we got that coming up. Then they they come back and and they finish in late October before they jump into the NCHC schedule with their old buddies at Air Force. It's a split series. Uh, they'll play at the uh, Cadet Arena. On uh, the 29th, they'll come back and they'll play Air Force at the new Ed Robeson Arena on the 30th. And then after that, hello, NCHC schedule is front and well, center. Well, got to get to it eventually. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not like, uh, you know. Yeah, you, you can't can't push it off forever. Yeah, you can't, you, you can't uh, not play uh, your conference season and – you know they're they're gonna go head first right into it, right? St. Cloud uh, made it to the championship game last year before losing to to UMass, and and you know there's still gonna be a whole bunch of players on Duluth that have won two national championships. So those will be their first four games in the NCHC. So I'm sure those will be fun. Okay, so all all honesty here, I don't really know what Colorado College has done uh, on the recruiting part of things. It's been so crazy because when their season ended uh, with all the COVID stuff at the frozen face-off, and then uh, then shortly thereafter, um, they let go of their coach, and they bring in uh, Chris Mayotte a month later or, or so. So I have no idea what their roster looks like. Have you seen anything that gives you any indication of what Colorado college has? I know they've lost some players to graduation. I know they lost some players to professional contracts and I know that they lost some players to the portal. Well, that's kind of part of the issue now too, isn't it? They, who they may or may not have lost in the portal, uh, and, and who is coming back in, um, College Hockey Inc. has a giant-sized list of commits on 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 their website, and um, you know, and and you look at them, and because we don't really know for sure who is going where and when, uh, they could have any. You know, who knows who's coming in? You know, teams have not have released their schedule, but we really haven't seen rosters yet. And Paul, that's my point. Is I I don't even know how you handicap where Colorado College might fit. I guess when you look at it and look at their past season and new coach taking over and all that stuff, you you would have to. Well, that makes it even harder to handicap. the, The lower end, the lower end, I would think of the NCHC, but. 
you really don't know because all this player movement has just got everybody kind of just waiting and see attitude, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't know and you can't really sit there and 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 until you see a roster. And even then, let's face it, I mean, we try to do the best guessing we can. But we don't really know until we see them start to actually play. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that's Denver, Colorado College. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back and uh, kind of dig in a little bit more to ASU and Air Force. Um, Air Force, uh, with with Frank on uh, last week, we had a chance to uh, really kind of nail down uh, what he's got. Uh, he kind of reprimanded you when he's when you said he had a, well, a, a veteran team, experienced team coming back. <laughs> he did, he did, and I and I'm not. You got, got a little reprimand from. I did, but he also said that he knew what I was getting at when he wasn't going to have a team full of freshmen. Right. So he right. did say that too. Exactly. So let's, you want to, you want to take me out to the woodshed <laughs> and, 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 and I'm I can not, handle it. I'm, I'm a big boy. No, well, yes. Yeah. Well, you, you're trying. Uh, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I'm just the instigator. I, I've been that all my life. I just instigate. I don't stuff need and then you I to get instigate. Away. I can do that well enough on my own. <laughs> As you saw last Okay, night. let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's come back in and talk Air Force and ASU in about three minutes. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. 
from the breakfast burrito served all day to combination plates for lunch. Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. All right, and we're back. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, where we got some clouds today. Fall, I went a little north to uh, to get to some cooler weather. It's only 108 or so, so Canadian weather has moved in um, just for the Montreal yeah, Canadiens sure here. And the beautiful Rio All Suites Hotel. And um, Paul Hornstein, my co-host as always, out on that beautiful palatial estate of Long Island, probably yeah. just basking in the sun while the while the servants do all the things. Are they bringing you iced tea at least, Paul? Uh, uh, yeah, the servants. If you want to see the servants, then my ass, you have to look in the mirror. <laughs> so. Okay. Uh, so we talked Denver, Colorado College. Let's jump into Air Force because it's it's kind of an easy recap. We don't have their schedule yet. We don't know what they're doing. Uh, Frank's. Well, that's because nobody in that league. Last nobody in that league has a schedule yet. Well, Colorado College has got a schedule, but then they're not. The, got a they're schedule. not Atlantic Hockey. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, so you said I, they haven't released saying, a schedule, so and I'm telling you that nobody in that league has released a schedule. You know, Ferris State's yeah, schedule came out today, but they're not also in Atlantic Hockey. They're yeah, they're the, just kind of they're, they're kind of providing stuff piecemeal. That's what we call it. No, no big release, just piecemeal it out there with all the uh, universities, except for our friends at the NCHC, uh, Josh and uh, Michael over there. They made sure that composite schedule got out nice and early. Well, uh, there's been conference schedules released. Um, yeah, I believe the ECAC has their conference schedule out. Um, I think, but I'm, I mean, I could look, but it's irrelevant. Uh, I, I, I don't know if hockey East has their conference schedule out yet. They, I think they do. Um, but once again, the conference schedules, uh, unless you're one specific conference, um, those, those, those were released a while ago. Um, you know, the yeah. NCHCs is out. This, the CCHAs is out, 
and you know they're having their team start to release, like I said, release their schedule. Okay, quit raining on my parade. I was trying to tell you. Okay, I was uh, uh, bounced around here for a minute. Our friends at the NCHC, Michael Weissman, Josh Fenton, put theirs out nice and early because they know what they're right. doing, and they're the best conference of college hockey. And a big shout out to them for sending out that nice wallpaper. I show you, you, you sent me yours today, which looked really good. And uh, they sent out some nice wallpapers for us. So we appreciate that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. And, and it's great. Um, and, you know, and we know from talking to Michael that they are already working on the 23 24 schedule. If I remember correctly. Let's hope they have to. Um, Let's hope they have to amend it to add a team in maroon and gold. So, so tell well, me about the team from maroon did, and gold. If you remember, Some of stuff did, is leaking out. You, you, if you remember, he did say we do have kind of uh, alternative conference schedules uh, working while we do this, <laughs> just in case. So, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. It's stuck right. in my craw. Don't worry about that. Okay, so Arizona State schedule is not out officially it's yet. Not out yet. But but there's stuff leaking out, right? So we we've, we've been able to piecemeal quite a bit just by looking at other teams at, to see what's right. going on as far as that. So what do we know so far? Do you have that in well, front of you? What we have so far with me, Arizona State? We 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 know they're playing four <laughs> games against Denver. We know they're playing two games against Colorado College. We know <laughs> they're playing at least two games against St. Thomas. All right, so that's we know eight. they're going to Minnesota State. Uh, we know they're playing at Minnesota State, so that's ten. That's about a third of the schedule, a little less than a third of the schedule. We can just assume. Oh, oh, we also know they're playing uh, Fairbanks. Yes. So that's about a we third of the schedule well. that we know. That we can is also... exactly a third, my friend. That's twelve out of thirty-six. Right. Uh, we know they replaced a Huntsville on their schedule with somebody. Um, could that be Lindenwood? Could that be uh, Long Island? Who could that be? Well, for? I assume they were playing Long Island no matter what. I, I, I don't think I, I, I don't think that Robert Morris had anything to do with that. I'm going to guess they were playing Long Island anyway. And I'm also going to guess that that's probably towards the end of the season. So they don't have a six-week break between the end of the regular season and not having to play a conference tournament. Yeah, I would bet that's uh, the plan. I mean, Coach Powers has headed out for a little while on his head anyway, what he wanted to do. Um, so so we're familiar with, with that. Um so what you know so far and what you heard from Coach Powers, your thoughts on what his uh, what his end result might look like? In terms of what? The schedule? Speculation. In yeah, terms of on the schedule? How, how he might fare knowing the – yeah, how he might fare um, the way that he set up his schedule. He told us, like I said, a third, a third, and a third. What, what does that leave him with? Well, uh, I'm going to say to get in right the tournament. Up. I'm going to say right off the bat that those four games against Denver are going to be huge. Yeah, I totally agree with you. He, because, he has to look at those as, as measuring sticks, right? 
Well, not just measuring sticks, but, you know, as one of the four programs west of the Mississippi. Okay. And we not, and, and Air Force's recruiting is much different. But I can see, and I don't think this is speculation in any way, shape, or form, where that would where where Denver would be the target program. In terms yeah, of, yeah, I mean that that makes all the sense in the world, right? Yeah, I mean they're they're a blue blood of the sport. Um, they've won multiple national championships. And they've done it. Uh, I don't want. I don't know if isolation is the right word, but certainly far apart from everybody else. Yeah, I'm not going to so, argue with you on that. So using that as a measuring stick, I, I, I would think that that is key that those four games are probably going to be a, a a big key to the season especially yep and in terms and of what it home. does for the pairwise uh i can't see either team going 4 and 0 in those four games um i i just would sit here and look and if you could figure out a way or if you can go three and one in those games, if you're ASU, that that would go a long way in helping out your pairwise numbers as long as you don't lose home games to teams you shouldn't lose to. Yeah, and that's uh, that's exactly where it's at. You, you got to win those games. And remember how we talked about that two years ago? And that schedule is going like you can't lose to this team. You can't lose to this team, especially at home. And and they were on the edge. Uh, all all indications are people think they would have gotten into that national right. tournament two seasons ago um, if if all things had played out. But they they didn't leave themselves a lot of room for error. And I think no. coach knows that. And uh, the other thing I want to say about, about ASU from what we know right now is that they're coming back with a, a lot of really good players. They've added a lot of really good players. But you know, Paul, where I think it's going to make the difference is in two areas. Uh, their young defensemen, or not, let, me, let me rephrase that, not the young defensemen, the new defensemen. How will they gel and how will they uh, solidify the defensive end of things on the ice? And the other thing is, I'm really curious to see how that group of freshmen that were thrown into the fire um, on the Big Ten ice sheets, uh, now coming out, being sophomores, having a year under their belt, a really tough year under their belt, uh, how good are they? How, how, do they continue to, to get better? And uh, how much are – because we always talk about the first lines usually match up pretty well with other teams' first line. Uh, but that second, third, and fourth line, can they do some damage? And is that where you're going to pick up wins? Well, you know, it, it's 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 not just that. Um, we got to see uh, 
what we expected to see from Cole Brady in the last 10 games of the season. Uh, This year he comes in knowing that he's the dude. So I expect a a, a big leap forward for him. Uh, The defense has to be better. Yeah, it can't it can't play much worse. It, it, but it just what do you think about what do you think about guys like Kosabud and Copperud and um, those types of guys? Benji Eckerly, uh, Michael Mancinelli, um, they're coming in to solidify. Are they? Remember how Powers told us uh, before the start of last season that he thought his roster could stand up with anybody in the country, top to bottom. Uh, well, now those guys, those freshmen, are a year older and. Uh, and they've got some experience. How, how do they gel? You got any ideas on what you think might happen there? Well, you've got the experience, and you also have health that you didn't have the second half of last season. Amen to that. And you're going to have people fighting for playing time. Fair and to say this is the deepest roster that Arizona State's ever had, Correct. I, I, it looks that way. I, of course, we thought that last year, uh, and part of that was before uh, uh, Josh Maniscalco left. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, but we found that out not to be the case. Um, like I said, there were well, there were as we talked to the coach, he basically said there was one. One of those games against Minnesota, he didn't even know if he was going to have enough bodies to, to, to actually play with. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. And, For, and forget the about thing, the other thing else. we heard, Paul. Yeah, the other thing we heard from Coach was he 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 said that that was the toughest thing he'd probably ever been through as a coach, or the players had been through as players because we didn't really know. I mean, we speculated on on how difficult it was, but not be able to have you know team meals and meetings and things like that. Goodness gracious, when you're on the road for that long and you can't bond at all, um, that that had to be just unbelievable. Well, it's it's it is going to be the question that you're that that you're going to ask. All right, how are these players going to come together? Uh, once again, not being in a conference uh like i said and so which once again means you have no room for error against teams at home that you should beat so you want a, a simple measuring stick for the pairwise look at how they do at home against teams they should beat and will yep. they they can't have any mercy hursts no no, you, you can't. Not. You, you can't have games like that because that one game, once again, it was the was the game that put them on the edge of the final sixteen for that entire season before it yep. got canceled. Totally, one game. Totally agree. One um, game. <clears throat> one thing that I'm curious about as well is. Um, how are these guys going to take to to Oceanside? Because um, the freshmen last year never got to play a game there other than those two exhibitions against the uh, NTDP. Um, So how are they going to take to a full fan-based Oceanside Ice Arena? And and how important, excuse me, is that going to be to uh, 
every day when you come um, to work out at, at ASU and you see that construction going up right across the road from you, how important well, you would, is you would think that would fire you up and oh, it would have you would to, think right? That you would think that you know you're practicing at Ocean so, so I don't worry so much about players having not played there, getting used to playing there. You're practicing no, I, there I every I, day. Yeah, I think that's okay. But what I'm talking about is those freshmen haven't seen what it's like to have a full house with those people right on top of you and to have media guys sitting right above your bench. Well, like, listen. Um, it, you know, it's different. They played all over the place. If you look at their record at Oceanside, it clearly is an advantage. Oh, without a doubt. So uh, if I just I, the, the ceiling, last th- the ceiling alone is is an well, advantage. The the last thing I'm worried about is how the freshmen will take to it, or how last year's freshmen will take to playing there. So uh, that's the last thing I'm worried about. Okay, well that's good. I I have more confidence now that you said that. So um, and speaking <laughs> of just just a, a a quick a side note here, um, the if you know depending on who you root for. And who your favorite team is? Uh, tonight is the North American Hockey League Championship game between yeah. the Aberdeen Wings and Aberdeen, <laughs> and the Shreveport Mudbugs. The Mudbugs for the Robertson Cup. Yeah, who, who was the MVP the last time they were in the? Well, maybe not the last time, but they were in the championship. Who was the MVP then? You know, um, I just know there's probably about a half a dozen players Jackson on each team. Caster. That, Okay, I just there's about there's about a half a dozen players uh, on each team that, that will be playing uh, NCAA hockey next year. So if you have a and and we can't tell who's gonna be anywhere really until you start seeing rosters, and there's no uh, more proof to that. If when you look at recruiting lists and commitment lists, they're all over the place. But if you want to get a, a feel for some players that are going to be in the NCAA next year, you can uh, stream that game for yourself if, you, if you're if you interested. Yeah, good idea. Good idea as well. Um, also, uh, just a couple of things to touch on again. Uh, Augustana, the university up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, adding a program, an NCAA D1 program. Um, as of the 2023-24 season, I believe. Ish. So, we'll, well, yeah, we'll keep uh, tabs on that and see who's... Uh, uh, Who's going to be the head coach? And this is what I'm going to say. And how that goes. This is what I'm going to say. And uh, it, it it comes back to uh, teams that are not playing this year. Not all of them, but some of them. Okay. Um, when the report came out that Augustana was going to not just add hockey, but jump to division one in terms of its athletics. They didn't try to run and hide. No, no, they came they said, right out. Yeah. Okay. Bold and yeah. Proud. This is, this is, this is what we're, this is what we're talking about. We'd love to give you a timeline, but we don't have one yet, but this is what our intention is. But you know what they do have, Paul? They got that almighty dollar. They got the donor in place. Well, but, that but that's that's huge. fine. But but that's that is not the point I'm trying to make here. Okay, um, when the report came out 
six weeks ago, whatever the heck it was, about the folks at Tennessee State looking to add a men's and a women's program at an HBCU. They didn't run and hide from it. So you're trying to make is that somebody ran and hide from something. Well, you know, and even at Alaska in Anchorage, they said, this is what the goal is. And this is the timeline. It's not, they're not happy. They have to be in that position or whatever circumstances put them in that position, but they didn't run and hide. Exactly. 100%. Okay. There are two schools that did that. And one did it because he just didn't want to give the, the, the people in that community a chance to, to, to solve the problem that didn't exist in the first place. The problem and that he created and we're talking the problem about the that he created. And the other did it in a fashion and I don't want to bash them. I want them to succeed. I, I, I want them to, to, to thrive and prosper. Okay. The other did it in a fashion, once again, after deadlines where nothing could be done. Yep, just left them hanging. Left them hanging. And that is, and on that, and that note, can we leave it hanging? Well, in terms of t- who <laughs> we're Sunday talking night? about, <laughs> on everything, can we just leave it hanging till Sunday night? We can. <laughs> there you know, is. I, I, and the reason why I don't want to go deep into it, and 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 I don't know if this will scare Sean off or not. In terms of of, no, of no. what we might ask him. No, that that won't scare Sean off because he's gonna he's gonna stand up to it. He knows his role. He knows what's going on, and he knows the situation. He's gonna, you know, that's why I wanted to get his opinion on it because I value it. And we're talking about Sean Hogan, um, right from College Hockey Inc. Right, and he's gonna come out and uh, come on the show here in the next couple of weeks, and he'll tell us straight up what's going on. I mean, Sean Sean doesn't hide from anything. There's nothing to hide from. No, and 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 we won't tell the way it is. We won't get upset if he brings Mike Snee either. I'm just, I know you don't like four people, but we're not going to be upset if he does that. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, Sean, if you're listening, that wasn't my idea. <laughs> no, well, he had no idea. This is just me opening my mouth. Yeah, he just totally blew it by me, Sean. So <laughs> yeah, he had no it, idea that it, was coming. I promise. It, you want to yell totally at me? Up, it's totally up to you. And, and you can go ahead and yell at Paul because the czar did. So if the czar well, yeah, can tell you. Frank Zeratori <laughs> did. So, you know. Um, okay. So let, let's wrap it up by saying that there is a big game five just down the uh, Las Vegas strip for me. I've got to get going because I've got to get inside and get settled in. Uh, our own Stephen Marsh will be there with me. We will be tag teaming in again tonight to uh, bring you all the updates from Vegas versus Montreal game five Paul will get settled in in his, his lucky chair and and watch the game at the from the house that is uh, his uh, landlord how do I say that 
uh, from your landlord's house. How about that? Yeah, well, I, yeah, it's <laughs> fine. I just on Long Island. <laughs> go Knights, go! I just just in go. case he's listening, oh, I don't want to. Way to go, Bill Foley! If you're listening, uh, Paul Ornstein just gave you go Knights, go! Oh, drop that interest rate, please. Uh, <laughs> any, <laughs> anyway, and then uh, tomorrow night, of course, it's uh, a pivotal, pivotal must-win game six for your New York Islanders. Go uh, Islanders, go! Let's go Islanders! But it is, yeah, it's, it is. The season's on <laughs> the line. It's winner go home. So, all right, okay, my friend, take it away, and we will be back Sunday night, and we will hopefully have a guest. To uh, so you don't have to listen to us to babble back and forth. We'll have somebody that can actually speak. Yeah. How about that? We'll try that. We'll see if it works <laughs> or not. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has presented College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Verizon Wireless, the 5G and 5G Ultra Band for business that America's been waiting for. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra smooth Arizona owned. Go to canciontequila.com and try our original cocktail recipes. Buy summer skates. Play on the ice is heating up. So is the weather. And that makes it more important to keep those drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner. Behind the mask and its three valley locations, in line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at behindthemask.com. Buy OxyPow. Visit our full line of natural cleaning products at oxypow.com. Buy Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table, the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. Buy M-Drive, presenting partner of what drives you. M-Drive in the morning, relax at night, our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. And buy the NCHC and nchc.tv. History, blue bloods, upstarts, the NCHC has it all, and nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila's College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Very well done as usual, my friend. Uh, I will see you from the rafters of the uh, Team Mobile Arena. So look closely on your TV. You might see a dot. That would be me waving my hand at you. And uh, enjoy the game yeah, okay. tonight. Enjoy the game tomorrow. And make sure you tune in uh, Sunday to hear Paul and I again on College Hockey Southwest Live. With a guest. Novel maybe idea, right? Maybe. <laughs> we'll say goodnight with a little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers De Niro. <laughs>